This is the Slime Sandwich Podcast. This time we do have a guest, but not not just a guest. Two, I'd even say two, to two some of them, uh, begging to get on the show for such a long time. Come on, bro, why are we not on the show? Why aren't it's okay, guys. Uh, take it easy. Like I'll find you a slot. You know, mm. I'm trying to be a nice guy, but these guys are just they're kind of getting on my nerves so that's that's the only reason why i got them today i don't really want anything i don't find any of what they're saying insightful at all do you agree no i don't <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna put you on the spot here and say that they're very interesting people and uh, they're avid followers of our podcast from day one you know supporting they are obviously i'm and, just joking uh, yeah yeah for sure um and uh, yeah i mean uh well, Let's, one of them, one of them is a beast in gold, yep. but a softie in Insta DMs. Yep. He's uh, the king of drip. Mm. Now finished with the with his football in Iowa Western. He's on his way to D one now. Oh, on his way to New Hampshire. Uh, Please welcome. That's a big move. Justin Prelad, but uh, also a very special guest <laughs> is his brother, <laughs> Ahmed Prelad, who uh, who was very abusive to me when I was a kid, but now has grown out of his mind and has, has been a true role model to his brother and to me. And uh, of course, to all his brother's best friends, we all love him very dearly and he means so much to me and he has a lot to say today. Uh, he doesn't know what we're going to talk about. Neither do we. Yep. But it's going to be it's going to be a good one. Yep. Please welcome Jasim and Ahmed Kulilat. What's up, boys? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, why are you wearing? Why, I I asked him at least like four or five times why he wears the hoodie I got you for your birthday. Well, come on. By the way, if if someone gets you something, you you're you're supposed to like. I understand the fact that your brothers and like you wear your shit like you you share clothes and shit, but you're kind of supposed to make me proud and wear your stuff. But it's not like I've never worn it. I've never seen you wear it in my life. Okay, you haven't. Seen Has you worn it? Honestly. Oh my god, you guys. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is how it's gonna be, huh? Maybe says, you're, the, uh, you're the only one that doesn't pick huh? on me. Yeah, bro. I'm, you know, we got a good relationship. Uh, very uh, <laughs> no, not abusive. Me, bro. The, the hoodie says Nsitni, which means you forgot me. Right? What who who is this referring to? Hmm. <laughs> I'm you know, I, I, I just got this as a gift for Jasmine. Yeah, I never yeah. actually thought about the meaning, but mm. the fact that you wear it so much means you—it's very telling. Means you're thinking of someone. Okay, it doesn't mean I'm thinking about anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, but uh, I think the brand had to do with one of the sheikhs of Sharjah. Mm, uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm. It's uh, the brand is uh, Al Qasimi, and it has to do yeah. Yeah, with, uh, as you said, yeah, the passing of one of the sheikhs. If I'm yeah. uh, correct, me if I'm wrong. And I really like it. Oh, um, did he pass? Good material. Yeah, he, he's sure. passed. He's yeah, passed. yeah he's, uh, he's deceased. Um, great uh, quality, though. I think made in Portugal. Um, so that's a that's a good uh, note there. Um, so give, give us a bit of uh, background about who you guys are, what you do. Give us a brief intro. Go for it. Let the older, go, go the older brother start. Pro start. But it's so, not a job interview, yeah. So then I, <laughs> make it loud. So. I've known I've known these two for ages. Both of my best friends. Uh, right now, next semester, going to play for the University of New Hampshire. Okay. And uh, you know, ambitions of 
going pro from there hopefully you know mm -hmm. that's kind of a it's a nice little uh, quick check you know summed um, up intro you were in a few articles yeah. uh, in a newspaper here in in dubai i remember that i just i, I, I just remember was, that right now was it the national yeah, yeah it was the national what yeah. did it say dubai miracle and <laughs> 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 dubai, dubai boy boy for, for league two. two yeah all right yeah because nice. uh nice frame <laughs> yeah. you can tell who the favorite kid is yeah. Garage, yeah. uh now nah, it's one i remember you got we were all in high school and at 16 like that's when i left right two years there then gap year in prague and here and you guys were already in university by then yeah so how did you find that stressful for him? Or did yeah, you worry I think, a lot? No, I think the the change in environment was was very challenging for him, and we could tell at home just how how challenge like how difficult it was for him because he's he's 16. You know what I mean? It's not like me going to university. You might meet people, whatever. Him, okay, he has his team and whatever, but the environment's completely different, mm. you know. And obviously, you have to follow a certain like. Uh, I'd say rule when you're there. Yeah. You know, like certain laws and in, in terms of foot being in a football club, responsibilities and stuff. And I think it came to him at a really early age. And from where we come from, like I think the Middle East, we don't really have a good infrastructure mm. for for like athletes to go to Europe or to the US. Mm. It, uh, I feel like often they find it very difficult. And it's not like you're going to the US to play football. He actually went to France first. Mm. So you already have players who've been in the academy for what, like 10, 10 eight years? Yeah. Who've already been adapted there. And for him to just come in from, from where he comes from is not easy and might be like challenging for him. For Would you say this journey was like including, did it include like your whole family? Yeah, 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 100%. Did. Like everyone in a different aspect. Like my dad just trying to push me, just trying to be like, if he needs anything from me, you know what I mean? Mm. And my mom just like being that emotional support. Mm. My dad was more like trying to get him like into the Moshir side while being there for him. And he would always go to my dad whenever he needed like that push or like like advice on where to go and where to go. Like where to go and what to do. Mm. But I think he'll he'll tell you better about that. That's what, how yeah. I saw it. I mean, I'm I'm grateful for having just a supportive family, you know, because there are a lot of kids in... I'd say a lot of kids in academy growing up, some of them just like have parents that don't really care too much. It's more of a... If it happens, it happens. Mm. Like if they go through and become... You know the next big thing then it's good for them if not then it's just like their parents are just happy that they're playing for like a professional club it's very very like <laughs> you have to be very lucky to have like a good i'd say spine like to all of this like for me i had you guys like i had all these like all my close friends my family mm. you know so like even when i was there like it's constant like oh i hope you guys are, like hope you're doing well like oh like constant support so like that helped a lot but um but yeah you have other guys like like you meet kids there that are like you ask them like like oh do you do you enjoy like being at this club and some of them just literally look at you and say like nah they just want this to be a job the know? pressure's too much man on those kids like yeah, it's it it's like their careers are kind of determined by the age of like eight or nine obviously it, it has to do with their financial state as well and uh, like their social class and the fact that this is like an opportunity for them to go forward but it's obviously a lot of kids deal with like very tough moments there it's not it's definitely not easy at the at the academy like in, in sports academies yeah definitely yeah. and i think also an additional thing maybe for for you is that you went from a very comfortable place you know dubai the sun the sea the 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 you know you had your family everything was was good you know your friends to somewhere where it was unknown to you and it's not like you were going to to paris you went to laval how was the the transition like what, what was different and 
how are you able to adapt just to things like the climate or the, the lifestyle and, and stuff like that because it's super different it and was, living in dorm because you live, yeah. you live in a yeah so so how it is like for the people who don't know it's once you're 18 you can you have to move out from like the dorms of of the club of like the academy so my first year there was like really really tough because it was like it was nice being around the team like the guys of your age and like some of the younger guys you know so it's so it's a lot of fun like you're constantly like with these guys that you're playing playing with every day but it's just like the whole environment from like laval for those who don't know it's a really really small city in france like if you threw in a fucking dart at, mm. at the map of France, like, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, probably where like it is. That, yeah. But um, no, I mean, like, super small city, freezing, like, cold, cold weather. And it's just, like, super different. Like, I mean, I just remember, like, you wake, waking up, breakfast, walk to the bus stop, like, freezing cold weather, go to school, <laughs> walk all the way, like, walk all the way back to the training ground. And it's like, you have you have kids like they're just they're dreading it like you know like we're all walking as a team like obviously it's fun like being with the guys and everything but like just going from point a to point b like sometimes you just think about it and be like oh like from where i'm from like you know like we fucking drive everywhere you know like mm. you know what i mean <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's not we, we drive <laughs> no no i but i mean like here everything's here's everything's so given you know it's like you just call one person and you go from point a to point b like there it's just like mm. you're living reality i guess you know you mm. just do everything alone do like it just and I, I just at that age like not not to be close to family like even the guys from paris you know they just they're just an hour away mm. you know like for me it's i can't just one weekend just fly back to dubai and mm. just come back the next sunday for the game you know this doesn't work like that yeah. Ahmed, did you ever worry about his career path of course i mean i mean yeah because it's it's not something you especially where we're from that that is easy you know what i mean like as i said earlier that first infrastructure is not there for us to go to europe or to the us second it's i we dropped them off there me and my parents dropped them off there and uh man the city is tiny you know what i mean and you can tell like it's not easy to, like it's easy to walk you can probably walk the city in 10 minutes that's how <laughs> small it is mm. but uh not much going on a super super like rural place like only on pure purest of the pure french people you know what i mean you can you can yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. like definitely difficult and i think because most of the people in his team were there for a while and they've been with the same people for a while. I think it was hard for him to adapt. But, but in terms of career in general, no. Like, he's always had it in his head. Like, I remember we used to have training with like four or five times a week with the club. You guys remember that? Mm. And on weekends we'd have Fridays and Saturday mornings. And he would go to like goalkeeper training mm. an hour or two before we actually had team training to make sure he can work on whatever he has. And then he would work on like okay, like on his feet, how to move with the ball and stuff. Mm. Like you, you see, whenever he comes here, he doesn't play in goal. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, because he's yeah, because he's good with his feet. Like he comes out and plays with us. But in terms of career path, like it's tough. Like we were like okay, like maybe like we'll push you like my dad's not gonna be like no don't do it like because mm. mm. my dad's like try you mm. never know and he'll push and he's super supportive so is my mom mm. 
but uh, he's 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 always like he's always had the mental for it, and it just keeps growing every every time I see him and every time he talks to me about it. I can tell like okay, it's like do or die for him this mm. this career path. Yeah, obviously you guys are brothers, and you said you all have like some rules in the family with each other, like mm. to support each other or like to give each other advice. Do you ever feel, do you ever feel like he's like imposing something on you, or do you ever feel like he's he's uh, He's a, he's being a bit like I I know you're smiling because I I have, I have a younger yeah, brother yeah, okay and I'm sure he feels sometimes like I'm imposing something on him or I'm talking to him like I'm his dad and I'm sure younger brothers sometimes they feel like come on bro like you're you're my brother you're supposed to be my friend you you're not supposed to like order me around or tell me what to do I'm the one supposed to make my own decisions and stuff tell me a bit more about that. <laughs> honestly like hon- honestly it's there have been moments like that like nowadays a lot less like because we both grown so much but like yeah there are moments like where he tells me like to do certain things and i just put my head down and just headbutt against him and be like oh whatever he doesn't know what he's talking about Mm -hmm. but i think it's um (laughs) (laughs) but i think it's uh like nowadays it's more although like i still do get like hard-headed when he says certain, certain things like if he watches me play or if i play with him like at the end of the day like once the game's over or whatever is going on like once that's done like i do like take in like what he said you know hmm. but um yeah like i mean having an having and for me personally having an older, older brother like during like this whole th- like everything i've been through like all the places i've gone like it's been super helpful you know like just just like ha- the days like you don't notice how much it like makes a difference but the days where you feel like everything's kind of going to shit you know like oh you had a bad session you go back home and you start thinking like oh am i made for this am i you know and then you just talk like i just talked to him and he's like oh how's everything like how how are you doing like oh you should you know just think <laughs> you should just like think about that like move mm-hmm. on with this don't worry about it like stuff like that happens and that changes you know you go into the next day like all right like fresh start and then just so through like way way better you know so well you two you two as well your, your older brothers yeah. to your younger <laughs> siblings and i know you have a sister and a younger brother and you have younger brothers so i'm sure you guys like you have the same dynamic yeah for know? sure i mean uh, for me uh if i had to define what an older brother is i'd say um he's like a dad but s- close to your age and that understands you better mm-hmm. if yeah. you think about it yeah, yeah. I think so, so too. if he's bossing you around let's say he, he'll do it but he, he doesn't really do it in the same way as y- your dad he does it with maybe your language you know yeah. And, yeah. and he knows I mean, your brother is the closest person you have in your life, I think, you mm-hmm. know, for me, my brother is the, the guy I spent the most time with in my life, you know, yeah, yeah. so, and if, and it's even better if the age is close, close you, you, it's almost like yeah. he's your best friend also, yeah. you know, but then of course I understand the, the point of the perspective of a younger brother where um, he doesn't really like it. He thinks, you know, like, oh, it's only one year difference. So why are you telling me this? Yeah. You, know, yeah. you have more experience, but it's only one year. You know, you're yeah, not my yeah. dad at the end of the day. I don't know. I'm just, yeah. But I think a year, year and a half, two years already in terms of experience, like you've lived so many more things. Yeah. yeah especially at like, yeah, you, at, it's at, like in the, it's between you and us. It was like an, a, a year and two, a half. Two, two, and, oh, and you like two, two and a half, two and a half, two and a half. Yeah. Like these times of you really, let's say like his uni, his first year of going into yeah. uni, you're like, what, like halfway there, like yeah. a, year, a, year, a year left. Same thing for you. You just graduated. Yeah. He went into his first year of uni. Yeah. So you already have that exposure. Mm. You know what I mean? And you I, guys can give them the advice. Me and Justin's like, okay, he went to France straight away. Yeah. And I went to the, to the, uh, to Canada right away mm. as well. Like we left at the same time. Mm. So 
at first it wasn't easy for me to tell him these things mm. but as we grew like we noticed like okay like this works this doesn't work but yeah uh, if you think as a sorry if you think no. as a counter argument for older brothers you can say that we all know the the favoritism that yeah. the younger brother gets yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he even mentioned it how his article is staying is, yeah, your, is, your diploma, is your diploma put on no no, my <laughs> diploma. no I, I, I remember congratulations I by the way he just graduated yeah, yeah I saw that when, when I came to us congrats thank you very much thank you very much but we all but I think the worst is being the middle child so whoever is a middle child that's yeah, my brother's a middle child yeah yeah I'm trying to think yeah, I mean, I, mean my, my I, had, I had a question by the way what kind of limits do you set for yourself in terms of like What, what's the borderline of advice and guidance and then like after that is like making him feel like he's doing everything wrong that he should follow you that you know what i mean yeah yeah I, they get defensive and i understand why they get defensive like younger siblings. i think uh, i've learned it in two things it's one the way i approach it that's my limit and second exactly. yeah yeah exactly because <laughs> Like sometimes I have the best intention. Like you never have yeah. a bad intention for your brother. Culture, yeah. yeah, you never have it, but you you approach it. Yeah. Diff- like I've tried yeah, yeah. maybe a million things. The nice, yeah. the screaming, the yeah. the calm, the the you know like you know you, you know exactly what yes, I mean. Yes. Better than yeah, people, yeah. You know. So that's one thing like I've learned over time uh, in terms of like what's the limit. But I I don't really think there's a limit. Like it depends how he he responds. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously that certain things maybe. He may not, as soon as he doesn't like something we're talking about, like, and he knows, like, okay, for him, it's like something we don't talk about. He's mm-hmm. like, listen, like, let me do my thing. I told Khalos, so I'm okay, dude. But, you know, I'm not going to push his button as, as much as I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. tell him, like, come on, listen to me. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but I think, I think uh, the relationship between brothers is, is unique. You're friends, but you, it's like, you know how when, you, when you're, you get to our age and you're, Uh, you're saying a story like, oh, me and my brother used to do this when you were young. You, you can't really say this yeah. with friends. You do things like so, so like particular yeah. with, with your brother. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something, but like even just the fact that you share a room yeah. with, with your, you know, then you, or you, you know, you fight when yeah, you yeah. fight with your, yeah. it's, um, and the, the bigger brother always wants to, you know, I was like that. I always wanted to, to show him that I could. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The guns, you know all I mean? the time. Because yeah, you can't show it with me, bro. That's why it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, and, and so and so, yeah. You guys are our brothers. We 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 were talking about that a bit. But you're also uh, you're originally uh, you're you're Lebanese. So, yeah. and I know we spent a few summers. Uh, we've done a few summers Not together. Nice few summers. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. How mm-hmm. how is it? Uh, what do you feel when when you can tell people, yeah, I'm, I'm Lebanese? What does that mean to you? Okay. In Canada, not many people know. Like, because I'm on the uh, west side of Canada, like Vancouver-ish, yeah, yeah, yeah. people don't really know, like, where Lebanon really? is. Yeah. Like, okay, they know Lebanese food, al shawarma. Like, no joke, no joke. <laughs> so I swear, uh, super yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh... So you say you're Czech? You're, no, no, I don't. you're Czech? <laughs> no, no. Most of the time, actually, like, when I'm in Union, so when people ask me where I'm from, I tell them Dubai, because that's where mm. I feel But they know that more than Lebanon? Yeah. To be honest, yeah. I, I think their sense of geography in, in North America it's is... It's not very good. No, no, no. I think it's, 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 it's not very good. Terrible. Like, we went to camp in the U.S. Like, no. we went to, like, three different ones oh one summer days. for football. No, it's no, poor. No, 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 poor. I saw it. It's no, poor. No, no, no. It's so poor. A Jimmy Kimmel uh, video. I, I don't know. If it's if it's real, then it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, it's like, they stop people <laughs> in the street. Yeah, they stop people. Can you name a country 
on all of the oh, map. Oh, yeah. And then they go, that. is that Africa? Uh, yeah, okay, but it's a continent. No, it's a continent. <laughs> they go, is that the USSR? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's so yeah. off. It's crazy. I yeah. saw a thing on, uh, I think it was on the Nobody's Famous podcast. Mm. I think. Because uh, you said, you tell people you're from Dubai. Do you, would you say, um, would you assign yourself with the language that you speak with or your nationality or the country that you live in? Me personally, the country I was raised in. So I was 20 years in Dubai, like mm. us, you know what I mean? But obviously every time I go back to Lebanon and I love it and my, most of my family's there, my cousins, my grandparents, whatever. But And I, it gives me an identity, honestly, it does. But me personally, I don't think Lebanon, other than my family, it hasn't given me much. It's given me a culture. Mm. It's given me the way probably I have values through my parents. Mm. But in terms of of like the way it's set up, and I think we all know it's history in the past few years, especially the past year, mm. it's not been looking very good. And, you know, it's not something to be proud of at all. Obviously, being proud of the revolution and maybe trying to support anything that happened after the explosion, that's what I've been trying to do. Mm. You know what I mean? But I'm not very vocal when it comes to these things because, first of all, I don't think I'm very well informed about my country. I don't think I was very... We grew up... We didn't Honestly, we didn't grow up knowing too much about Lebanon. That's like, very mature to say. Yeah, yeah. no, no. We, like, yeah, but, but I think, I mean, that's... It's almost normal that at a young age, you're not really informed about things that you are supposed to learn when you're older. I'm now, like... Now that I'm aware of my surroundings and my, my identity and my yeah. upbringing, I question and I, I try to seek answers on my country's yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, same, so same thing. I'm, you learn. Yeah, but some people, time, like I have a lot of friends who are Lebanese and they kind of, and I think this applies to a lot of Egyptians, they, they, we were, most of us aren't like the people we know. We're not raised in Egypt or Lebanon. Mm. But these people still have a very strong identity, first to their history mm. and to who they are and, and their culture. I don't think me and Jasmine really have that compared to a lot of other people. And like, very f not very few, but most Lebanese I know are kind of like, well, actually, no, I wouldn't say like I mean, me. it's very hard for you to, to have that type of identity because you, you've never, you were never, you never lived in, yeah, in Lebanon. Yeah. You go there for summers, you know, yeah. you go there on holiday, you go there to have fun. You don't know the real, like, you don't yeah. know what happens there because you yeah, don't go to school there. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't interact with taxi drivers yeah. all year. You interact with them like two months a year. Yeah, I only get like, like limbs. No, exactly. Yeah. So, so it's not so. like, like, it's not in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just know how to deal with people. You know how things work. Yeah. But it's not like, you know what I mean? It's not integrated yeah. in you. Yeah, but then I think for people who are, for Arab people like us who have been westernized in a way, who have gone and experienced uh, life uh, abroad, outside, yeah. outside from our home country, let's say, yeah. we still have uh, decent amounts of Arab, Arab, oh, yeah, Arab identity within us. Yeah, Just the fact that we speak the language is already more than so many people who have lost it in translation. Yeah. I was speaking yeah. in another episode about how these immigrant families in the U.S., you know, our generations have don't speak Arabic because our their parents maybe didn't yeah. um, give, make the effort to teach them the language, yeah, you know, yeah. maybe they didn't even want to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So us just speaking the language uh, is, is already a big part of, of why we, we still yeah. preserve this, uh, our, our Lebanese identity, our Egyptian identity. You, you know, know, one of my biggest fears is my kids like not knowing Arabic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To, me too, me too. Me Definitely. Like really. Oh, uh, if that ever, I mean, God forbid, but... Man, I don't think it happened to an Egyptian household. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, I love it can. Yeah, it really, yeah, it, it really can. Have some people. Yeah, and it doesn't look good. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But that's, but, but that's I, a tough I'm one. scared of yeah. that. I'm scared yeah. that... 
I feel like it's more accepted. I mean, I feel like I'm going to get attacked here. No, no, I agree with I you. I feel like it's more accepted in Lebanese households to to not know their Arabic. To not speak Arabic as much than yeah. Egyptian I guess, households. I get you. I guess, honestly, uh, I get you. I so yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah, surprised about that so. statement. Like, I know, I know more, a lot more Lebanese people who don't speak mm. at home than Egypt. Egyptians. Like, man, you guys, you're all the same. Like, at home, <laughs> you're all the same. <laughs> but, I, swear. But the, the, I think the, the Lebanese, it, it depends on... Uh, I just where they moved. Yeah, so like yeah, so yeah, many, we know so many of the French Lebanese that, yeah. that speak French. Maybe yeah. you know the ones that moved maybe to like um, Brazil, you know, or some mm. stuff like that. I just don't think our our parents would allow it like us. I think oh, I yeah, can, yeah. it's safe to say. Like I think if my my mom has a grandson or a granddaughter mm. and that can't speak yeah. Arabic, like I think she. Yeah. I think if you don't, <laughs> do my mom, it, yeah. she will. Yeah, she yeah, will yeah, yeah, my yeah, mom, yeah. mom <laughs> will kick my ass for sure, for sure. Yeah. Arab nationalism, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think if I if I walk into, I mean, I feel like if we do like a family reunion, me and my family, and I walk in with my, you know, with my kids and wife, and my dad's there, <laughs> my dad's there, and my kids say, uh, "Hi, Gido." Hey, Gido. I think I'll just look at you and you already know. <laughs> yeah, but it's his eyes, but you guys know him. <laughs> but um, you said, and your wife, you you said um, you wouldn't be able to marry a non Arab. Yeah. yeah, I did say that a few times. And then times. you guys talked about it you agree? once. Uh, I think it would be very difficult for me. But I think, I think Jasim has a different yeah, opinion think, on that. Uh, yeah. I think he prefers if she's if the she's. Is, I don't honestly. It doesn't like it doesn't really matter. But yeah. honestly, on our dad's side of the family, like my dad's, like, like I, his brothers are both like my dad's brothers are both married to Czech women. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because mm. they have Czech in them. To be but fair, but I think it's yeah. very easy for me to say like I'm more. I was more exposed to different cultures. Mm. You know, like yeah. like living in France, living in. You've, yes, uh, you've, yeah. You've um, experienced nah, nah, many nah. geographical <laughs> locations. Nah. No, but I mean, like, I did as well, and I mean, yeah. we, we all did. Like, yeah, I know. No, I mean, no, I, know, no, I, know no. What you, I know what you mean, but I'm saying, like, for example, us in the U.S., like, I Western, like, it's a junior college, like, you're like, oh, you know, like, yeah, to JUCO in the middle of Iowa, like, well, what, what, what is there? Mm. Okay, you know, but you'd be surprised, like. All of my teammates are, are nationals, They're like like from different countries, like Portugal, Brazil, Spain, whatever. Chile. So, I'm, huh? Chile. Yeah, Chile. Like mm. all these guys, like all these guys from different places. And I was like, oh, like surely we're the only team with like this amount of like different people. But then there's like the volleyball teams got that as well, like from Puerto Rico, from whatever. Mm. Then uh, he's into Latinas now. Okay. <laughs> then you've got like he's, he's no, but, but I'm saying, but I'm saying no, no, but I'm saying like then, you, then like for example, like uh, in the in, in the women's soccer team, like you had girls from Japan, like you, and like even on our team, we had guys from Japan. Like mm. you just get to know like all these different cultures, you know, you get to, to meet to meet them, and then you realize like like I'll say this like comfortably, the closest thing to Arabs like that I've saw that I've seen there, they're probably like. South Americans, yeah, like, sure. yeah, in terms of the way they they like yeah, act, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. probably definitely. I I agree with that. I think uh, the hot blood, let's put it that way, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a it's a shared uh, shared thing between shared characteristic. Yeah. Mm. Um, for me, mentality wise, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. important. Impossible for me to like, unless uh, this white girl was raised here yeah. like, <laughs> like born here okay and knows yeah, everything about you know arab cultures and knows how to deal with arab families 
Ja. Anders Muslim. Ben. Ben. Okay, maybe I'll consider it. But yeah. fair enough. No, for, for, for marrying, it's you got boxes to take. It's air for me. Each one has different criteria. Maybe I'm wrong, bro. I'm 21. I have no idea. What I'm yeah. Probably yeah. our criteria change with time. Yeah, you, know? you never know. We 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 will want some things that we don't want now, and yeah. 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 not want things that we want now. What's one thing that you guys wanted before that don't want anymore? Oh, what do you prioritize in your life now that yeah. you would I prioritize mm-hmm. I think like especially recently this break and it's also like I'll, I'll give him a lot of credit um, every time I'd come back to Dubai I'd get like way too comfortable you know just stop stop grinding like in terms of mm-hmm. athletically you know just usually just ha- end up hanging out staying late whatever I mean I think he like really brought it into sp- perspective for me like just coming back like just keeping the rhythm going you know like staying fit and everything because right now i'm obviously going to a different level you know i'm going to a division one school like the st- athletic standards are higher mm-hmm. like they demand f- a lot more because at the end of the day like when you're on a scholarship you kind of see like eye to eye with the professional environment you know like you're playing for money you know what i mean right. so it's a whole different uh, ballpark exactly yeah. so like i look at it now as in if i don't like it's at a point where it's if you don't perform like you can easily like get cut money you can get cut from the team like you know like it's it's reality you know so i think right now my biggest concern is just taking care of myself a lot more you know just trying to be the least like injury like not just not being injury prone like really just taking care of that like that's my number one priority is just health and like that that's like right now you know just you definitely know, the you've, priority. Been, <laughs> you've been telling me you've been to you've been to <laughs> to the gym a lot you say your days consist of you going to to the gym like, yeah yeah, yeah. i mean this past games week, huh yeah i mean this, pa- too, by the way. <laughs> this past few days go on shoulder guns then i'm mad triceps no, but so, yeah, I mean, how about you, Ahmed? What about me? How about you? What's the priority? Oh, did I? Did I? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. By the way, I always do this, bro. It's, it's such a bad habit it's, that I do it's it's your, right. uh, No, no, he asked you another question. What was it? No, yeah. it's just, what does it say? He, I, you were talk, talking about like the, kind of like the routine. Yeah, I, mean, I know, but I was going to link it to like, I, I was looking at something how this, this notion called high performance, you know, like mm-hmm. what is a high performance athlete? In know? my eyes? No, as in like, or in general, in, in general. And, and maybe you, maybe we, what is your definition? We've talked, we talked yeah, about we this like over a game. But because I'm thinking like, you, you see, um, you see uh, people in the prem, for example, which yeah. is, you can arguably th- say, say that uh, in terms of uh, football, it's the highest you can get, mm-hmm. let's put it that way. And you see, and then you see you, which is you're in a D1, and, and you're telling us how the level is insane already. Yeah. So imagine that, as in, like, if it's insane here, imagine there. And you guys are already high performance athletes. You know, you're playing 90 minute games at the mm-hmm. high intensity. What, what, what does it take to be a high performance uh, athlete? I, I think it's honestly like if you globalize it all, just the yeah. consistency, you know, just mm. being like performing consistently mm. every time, like, you're in you know like in, every time you're doing your work you know so it's like mentally always being locked in physically always being locked in like taking care and then then you start thinking like oh, all right like players can just be at the gym work 100 and they're high performance you know but then you start thinking like the guys who are at that level like at the top top like you think about players like Cristiano ronaldo or like messi like all these guys like the top just top players like all, all like champions league level like top top flight players like what we don't really like 
try to sit down and think about is what they do off the field. Mm-hmm. Like these guys, literally, all they do is football, eat, sleep, rest, recover. Mm-hmm. What can they do to get better? Like the Except amount. If you're Balotelli, then. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you'd be, but that's what I mean. You'd be surprised. Like you look at certain players, <laughs> like oh, surely he doesn't do like anything at home, like you know. Mm-hmm. But you'd be surprised. Like a lot of the guys, like do. Mm. put in work you know maybe some don't show it as much mm. but like to be at that level it's no longer a demand from a coach like it just becomes automatic you know like the guys yeah. at that level you you can't you can't approach them you're gonna you just yeah you just learn to to acknowledge that they're on top of everything yeah, yeah. you know and that's not just how it is you just can't disregard basically hard work yeah you know, exactly work ethic is, is everything i think hard work and good mm-hmm. attitude will get you places yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i've learned that I'm, I'd say I've learned that like I, I would probably say like kind of later you know than but I'd say in, in your right. field you're very hard working I think you know? yeah I think I, um, like I thank you but, for, but, for the thing you know because you love what you're doing mm-hmm. so it's not really an effort you know you, you, yeah. because you've got your your goal there and you're just like kind of blindly just like you know as in like no distractions let's not think of anything it's there and I'm going there you know? yeah I it's mean, I'd, I'd like to like see, like, I'd like to see it like that. But then, like, I always think about things like, um, like for example, for me, like, if you throw me into like a goalkeeper training, like, I'm two hundred percent, you mm. know, like, no, no questions asked, like, whatever mm. I'm being told to do, like, I'll do, like, I just do it instinctively. But I'm saying for other aspects of the game, like, for me, my biggest problem is probably like my build, you know, like I'm, I have the height, mm. but I probably don't have like the, I don't know how to say, like, the meat, the meat you know, like the volume, you know, because. Mm. I can go up for a corner, no problem. Get there, like get to the ball first. Mm. No, no problem. Mm. But then taking contact day in, day out, like eventually something's going to happen, you know, like mm. God forbid. But mm. I'm saying like it's happened before, like just getting for a cross, like a guy just bigger than me, you know, and then oh, you're on the ground and you're hoping you're not injured, you know, and that's mm. like things like that. So my perspective is the one thing I've struggled with most is just getting into the weight room and just solely focusing on that because then it, it's no longer... It's no longer specifically football, you know what I mean? You go mm. into a weight room, you're like, all right, now I'm just gymming. It's much more than you know? that, yeah. and, then, and then that's when you realize that being a high-performance athlete is a lot more than just the sport you're doing. Yeah. You know, it just becomes Definitely. going into different it's the categories. Word athlete, you know? Yeah, it's, exactly. You're a football player, and, but you're also an athlete in, by yeah. extension. You know? yeah. uh, it comes in... in um, it's complimentary. I think Jasim has a very good attitude as well. You spoke oh, about how he's hardworking, but he's... He's grounded. Because mm. uh, you were quickly saying that where you are now, you know, you have some people who think that they're all of that, you know, mm-hmm. when actually they've got still a long way to go. Yeah. The way you act with certain people, just like different personnel, becomes very different. You know, like, for example, my coach at Iowa Western, like towards my second semester and my third, mm. like he trusted me more as a leader, you know. Mm. So you start acknowledging the fact that it's no longer a, a monotone thing, you know, mm. like I can't be like as a freshman, I knew I wasn't going to be a captain, you know, like yeah. that's, that's just kind of how it is over there. But mm. um, but it didn't stop me from trying to act like one, you know, and the coach yeah. appreciated that. But only because I lead the back line and I talk in a certain way doesn't mean I can talk to everyone like that, you know, mm. like I can't be constantly, you know, screaming at everyone with yeah, yeah. without any. No you know, context. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you just start to realize that player personality like the way you talk to them and the way you motivate them mm. like is different you know for for everyone so mm-hmm. i can't be like if, if you're the type of guy that like 
you get going if you're told aggressively but Yusuf hates that like I can't just talk mm. to you both the same you know because then you're just going to look at me and be mm. what's this guy on about like mm. whatever yeah. you know but Nebi is going to be like alright like, let's get going you know so yeah yeah it's, it, it's you know, basically adapting your criticism to <coughs> the personalities of each player yeah exactly oh, that's very smart by the way there's a book about this yeah uh, that shows leadership qualities big yeah. leadership qualities yeah it does what's the book surrounded by idiots <laughs> oh yeah, you <laughs> have it I have it here yeah, yeah. I think you do you know this book Sur- surrounded by idiots no so many of these uh, these books, you know. Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it speaks about what he just said, bro. It speaks about how you should adapt your, like the way you talk to people depending on. Yeah, I learned, like that, I learned that very late. You yeah. remember, like growing up, we used to play football. I used to shout. Yeah, yeah, I used yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean. all the Not time, just shout, but let me share a story. You know this is when uh, I was I was maybe like 11 years old, 12 years old, and I just got those uh, <laughs> uh, beats by Dr. Oh, Dre. Oh, oh my story, god! Bro. He said he was gonna mention it. I did. I so did. Right before started. you came, by the way. I'm so happy and stuff, and I'm in the car with Justin. You guys are dropping me at, at Rami's place. Oh my! I was dropping in the house, and I make a joke, okay? And I'm just bursts out like super mad, punches me at least like. 35 times at least okay and i'm crying okay i'm crying my eyes are super red i'm out i just want to be like alone okay Amir gets out of the car he's like take your fucking bag get the fuck out of my car okay bro okay i'm leaving i'm leaving he's like which one's your bag which one's your bag i'm like this one he's like okay he takes my bag smashes it on the floor bro my beats were in there Okay, my fucking beats were in there. And here they are today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no, no, JBL, no, 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 violent. Let's go. Imagine. <laughs> my god. Yeah, I'd, I'd like JBL to think. I'd like to think those those beats were broken before uh-huh. I threw them on the ground. By the way, they were a bit broken before. Okay, there you go. <laughs> no, but you destroyed them. But, I didn't destroy them. But you them. ended them. Yeah. Okay, I, ended. I have a similar story. Maybe it's not exactly to the same point, but we were playing when we went on our unbeaten uh, run at Le Club, yeah, yeah. where the only goal we conceded was... was when I got sent off. Yeah, and then <laughs> our good friend Polo went in goal. By the way, but, uh, it was never red. Yeah, I don't That's think it was red. But he gave me a yellow for... <laughs> what, what was the first one? One of the games, yeah. you, you had this... So we played a lot of the times against some like English people, British people. And so <laughs> and so he, he, would, he would get sometimes mad that one guy was like, I think sticking to him for a game. And at some point, you turn him, you take his bag, you start slapping his bag. You start slapping his back. I heard it from like 50 meters away. You're like slapping the guy's back like four times. He's on the floor like this. And then, and then the guy did not approach you. I was a very aggressive kid growing up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think you're from, from when I... I mean, from how you were before, how I knew you before, and how you are now, I, it's so different. Like you're you're a different person, you know. Yeah, you're, a lot you're, more you're very you're very calm. Yeah. yeah, you're a calm presence in general. Thank I think when much. when you're around me, I feel uh, more calm. You, you guys want to make out? Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, so yeah, but so we asked him what's the thing he he wants to focus on and maybe improve going into twenty twenty one. What's what's yours? Man, my career. Just yeah. like graduating now is just so scary because mm. out of, I, I say this to like a lot of people, but out of the hundred people who graduated now during COVID in April, mm. 
because they can't find jobs. Like only two people out of a hundred who graduated, sorry is what I wanted to say, is mm. two of them found jobs. And that's through like a push from someone who knows someone's parents and whatever, which is fine to be mm. honest, because it, the people I know now who are doing that, they're taking as much advantage of that as possible. You know what I mean? Like they're working hard where they are now and they're pushing for it. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's so easy now with, with the whole COVID situation. Like I have a friend, she was supposed to like go to New York internship, turn to job. And like that was what she was set on and whatever. But man, not at all. Mm. Like not at all. Like COVID yeah. ruined everything for a lot of people, you know? Sure. And how are you going to overcome that? I think first keep myself busy while I look for a job. Mm. So for example, while my last semester of uni, on top of that, I took like a sports management and marketing course yeah. <clears throat> just to like, because I want to get into sports management later and whatever. So just building on that for me would be like pretty good. At least keeping myself busy while I apply for jobs left, right and center mm. and getting into, but getting into the industry in which I want to get to is, is, is not very easy. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a very small market industry. You, sorry. You said you wanted to trade stocks as well. Yeah. Yeah. I've been getting yeah. into that lately. I have a, a group of friends who made a WhatsApp group and like, yeah. I just see what they say, try to get my input on it. Just like read every night before I go to bed a bit, you know, just to keep, keep them fun. I'm trying to get a, a coffee with you about that. Huh? <laughs> Nabil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Smiling. Yeah, I mean, Too busy. This I'm, I'm, I'm decent, but there are better decent, people there. He's a fraud. He's an expert. Himself. <laughs> <laughs> an expert himself. Bro, yeah. bro, no. Whoever I talk about stocks, where you know, like sad, Alex, whatever, mm. they always say, oh, Nabil, Nabil's good, Nabil's good. <laughs> no, I just use fancy words and then I, you know, they, they think I know stuff. <laughs> He's uh, Brand Cardone. You know Brand Cardone? Grand, Grand. Grand Cardone. <laughs> you, know know the, Ty, you know Ty Lopez and all those cameras on YouTube? These type of guys. Yeah. Oh, He's like one of those. I'm, like, I'm not my uh, Zork yeah. University. So that's, that's something too. Like, I always look to do something a bit like, honestly, I've been lazy the past few mm. weeks because I just graduated. I just want to like breathe. My friends are here, yeah, yeah. you know, trying to spend time. It's the worst time to, to work, by the way. Let's, let's keep this yeah. way down. I don't have... I don't no. have uh, it's the to work not to to study i mean oh, sorry yeah, to, yeah. to study if you're at university now and i mean i think i mean in dubai now most people <coughs> are here you have plans and stuff and i have to stay at home and study um and your lapse of your concentration is it's so small so much smaller now yeah. i'd rather be you know and that's when you realize how much actually being in your environment of university makes a huge difference yeah. you know because i'll be sat there 20 minutes and i'm like see something you know and I'm, I'm so distracted yeah, because of that you know sure, yeah, normally same, i'm not but you know because but something that you said that's really good by the way because you just graduated and you know it's going to be hard for you to find a job now it's good that you said you, that you're going to make yourself busy yeah i think some people try to like take it easy you know yeah. what i mean i mean no it's you know? It's about some people develop it's time. like you it's you and your time you. you're trying to work on this you know yeah, what i mean yeah. you told me you're working on like how to edit how to use adobe and stuff like that like i think you're just as long as you're developing skills no matter what it is a skill is a skill at the end of definitely, the day definitely, you know what yeah, I mean? absolutely it's a fact. and by the way time time is your enemy yeah yeah time is, if you don't fit definitely. in your time you start having yeah. Some yeah. human beings are not programmed like that because human beings are not programmed to 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 be you know, <laughs> to have a void in their brains. No, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you, you can't... You, you can't not think Unless you... Like, if you don't feed your brain, okay, it starts feeding itself with negativity. Yeah, no, 100%. And you don't want that to happen. Yeah, but at it's the like, same time... It's, it's like starving. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. like starving. But but some people... Listen, I know, I know a few people who don't really have that hunger to, like, kind of keep busy with their time. They kind of just let go. But that's because of, like, their problems and what they mm. go through. And I've seen it multiple like multiple people around me but 
not everyone has this like I can't do nothing right yeah you I know can't, like I some people like drive, see, some people don't mind you know some people don't have that drive I think we surround ourselves with people who generally have a drive you know like honestly like I always tell people like you guys Rami Jad like the people we know very well that surround us like we know who's capable of doing what at this point you know we're old enough to see like okay like who we're helping out like who's doing well who you want to push who's, who's pushing you know what I mean yeah just I think at the end of the day and I've noticed this over time you're gonna you're gonna surround yourself with the people you relatively want to be like or associated I with I completely mm. agree with that yeah I I, I saw um, and I, I'm completely convinced by this that the whole uh, show me your friends and I, I'll tell you who you are it's It's extremely accurate, you know? Really? I think, as you said, if you surround yourself with like-minded people who are similar to you in yeah. ambitions, in values, in principles, in, in, in all this stuff, they will lift you up, you yeah, know? Yeah, definitely. Like, I've had times in my, in my life where I was surrounded by some people, you know, where, um, you know, they're great people, but I just you have don't fun with so. them, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're just people that I fill time with and I, and I mm. go and have fun with them. and. But, but, and but they're great know, people and they're great no, people. They're, they're great human beings you yeah. know it's just you need to look how you know long-term friendships short-term medium-term yeah, friendships course. and what you're looking for in, yeah. in, in the people around you yeah so i think definitely what you're saying is no, super yeah, relatable yeah. and by the way that doesn't mean like if you if you don't want to be similar to someone in specific it doesn't mean that you shouldn't hang out with that person at all no definitely <clears throat> I mean, you, 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 learn, you need to learn from everyone around you. You need to go through experiences. You sure. need to get to know different types of people, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Like, we, like us, for example, we can't just like, because we're super close, we can't see each other every single day, no, every minute, because that's, that's bad for, that, for ourselves. I, like, we, we've spoken about this before. Like, like, for us, we probably don't, like, when we're all doing our own thing, yeah. we probably don't talk to each other all that much, you know? Like, we don't generally send each other much mm. like you know but i think like once we're back together and we discuss like what's going on and the development we've made away from each other mm. then it just kind of feeds into your like mind as like oh we're actually you know let's say we're going places you know like we're slowly taking steps mm. forward to what we want to do mm. so i think like that's like that's nice you know it's nice to like feel that you're in a surrounded by people that just at least have drive you know like just because yeah. i mean just being around people who just don't want to like make the most out of anything you know it's or just, or it's just talk to you into not doing yeah anything, exactly you know I mean? and it makes you it makes you so demotivated for yeah it really turns you off yeah, yeah. it really does honestly no, yeah it is eternal yeah like you, if you if you sit with someone who only talks about some like useless shit like like this is relative no 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 I mean, like it turns out if bro If you're into, I don't mean useless like football or like uh, no, girls. No, no, no. I, I mean, mean like, I mean like things that don't bring any value yeah, to, to your their life, life yeah, yeah, or yours. Your yeah. Yeah. I mean like if you're passionate about something, at least make it like make like, something yeah. out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're passionate about making candy canes, bro, good for you. Go become. This is something we live by, by the way. My dad's like, if you're a garbage man, make sure yeah. you're the best <laughs> garbage man there is. Sure. So whatever we try to do, like. Just try your best because you lose nothing. Yeah, and it's you know not, what I mean? and it's like also it makes you think like, and he all, and it's also a way of thinking that's even if you don't become the best, like the the progress you make yeah. trying to be the best, like it's just you know again it becomes drive, you know like like 
I know as of right now, I'm not the greatest goalkeeper in the world. Mm. Like, and that's, you know, that's it's such a fact. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but does that mean like, but like when I, when I, when I, when I'm doing my thing, like when I'm playing football, I always like to think like I'm the best right here there is right now, mm. just so I can always perform, you mm. know? And then you just hold yourself accountable to, to your stand, mm. to your standards, mm. you know? Mm. And it's like, if you don't achieve what you're trying to achieve, you just feel like, well, all right, next time, better, you know, mm. like you're just moving forward. You know, it's, it's all about that. There's, like, there's always room for improvement. Exactly. Yeah, always, yeah. Always. exactly. Yeah, if that's yeah. your mindset, then you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. If you're settled with the, with the, your, your performance or, or your level or whatever, then you're not gonna exactly. progress. Yeah. You're not gonna, you're not gonna improve. And no one is mm-hmm. perfect. No one yeah. is where they yeah. need to be. You know, you can, in a moment, you can be like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of what I've done. You know, you, you can give yourself some praise, you know, bashing yeah. yourself or being too harsh on yourself sometimes can demotivate yeah. you or, or lead oh, to depression yeah. and stuff like that. Also to that, it's like when you're doing your thing, just make sure you have fun along yeah, the yeah, way. Sure. Some people just tend to like, tend to like, but just like, yeah. I know they, you know, you, you can zigzag around like you'll have here, there, you know, just have yeah. fun at the same time, mm. you know, because I know people who do their thing. But at the same time, they like go out, you know, they do their stuff. They're hanging out with people, mm-hmm. always going. You know, man, just like, so you, balance, know, just, you know, if you, yeah. Yeah, just, you need the right balance. I, yeah. I learned that. I actually learned that like playing football. I learned that from one of my best friends, one of my best friends. And like he was a teammate of mine in France. Ooh. Like uh, Erman, his name oh, is Erman. Okay. We, we, shout we, out. yeah, shout, shout out, out shout out We both got released like the same, you know, the same year, but he also told me like when, whenever we'd come out of trainings and everything like he'd always tell me like oh why are you sad like you're playing good i was like i was like i, I told him i honestly i don't know he's like you just have to enjoy like it, once you enjoy doing things like you don't you don't realize like how much better you can get at them mm. like when i was sent to sparta prague for for like for a period of time Jeez. my first week my first week there <laughs> like i was told you i'm gonna be there for two weeks and be and be evaluated over two weeks at the end of my first week mm. So my uncle was taking care of like the the business side of it, you yeah. know, like of how I'm doing and everything. At the end of the first week, my uncle was told that if if I don't do anything the second week, then I wouldn't even end the second week over there, you know. And at that point, like, and I'm telling you, I was playing like shit football, mm. like I was mm. underperforming completely. Mm. But once I had that like idea of like, oh, I've got nothing to lose, you know, like these guys don't know me. I don't know them. I'm just going to do my thing, play well. And, you know, sure. Once I thought like that, the next three, four days was completely different. <clears throat> and then they extended a week and then they extended a month and then you extend two months, you know, and then, you know, you just, You're you, there for you six just, months, yeah. yeah, and you just live. And, and imagine I was supposed to be there for two weeks mm. with the probability of being sent home after barely a week, mm. you know, like mm. you don't realize how much like enjoying it mm. like makes a difference you and know like he, i think you ended up making the, the reserve team yeah yeah so oh. so yeah, yeah from there yeah and that's, and that's what i mean like yeah you you can enjoy like you can you can think about it as such a oh i have to do well i have to you know like you can have that drive but it can be once it's like not in the enjoyable way for certain things you do like you have no idea how far back it can pull you you know and our captain at iowa western last year is a Chilean guy, like the most professional person I've seen in my life. Mm. Like <clears throat> he played for Union Española in, in Chile, like mm. for good club. Mm. Both this guy, talent-wise, 
if you watch him play, like you can tell he's born with nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's just a good footballer. But this guy, an hour before every training, just working on like band work, passing touches, you look at him, you're like, geez, this guy's a machine. Mm. But if you watch him play, there's no spe- nothing special. You know, you look at him, you're like, this guy brings nothing like special. Mm. But he, he he's just so laser focused. And at one point of the season, he starts like, you know, his performances were dropping, like he wasn't doing too well. And I thought, uh, what's wrong? And he was a sophomore looking for a school to go to in the next semester, like a Division One. Mm. And I told him, bro, just stop worrying so much about what you're going to do. Enjoy what you're doing. Like, you're the captain of our team. You're a top performer. You're always doing things. Like, enjoy a bit, you know, like, Stay professional, mm. but enjoy what you're doing. Mm. And that he looked at me and was like, you know, like I've ever since I left Chile, I've never heard that. You know, he was like, mm. for like a year and a half, like no one's ever told me like, oh, are you having fun playing football? And you know, you you don't realize how much of an impact that has. And now he's playing for Missouri State, which mm. is like a top twenty five program. Like mm. yeah, like top top program. Is it D1? Yeah, he's D one. Yeah. Oh, he made it. Yeah, yeah and he's an un- unbelievable player. And he, like when I left and we were talking about like we had dinner the, before he left and he was like, honestly, like I'm grateful for you reminding me that mm. at the end of the day, like you play football because you love it, you know, like stuff like that, you know, mm. if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you have no idea like how much you're holding yourself back, you know, so because I know, for example, Yusuf and you, you guys l- love this, you know, mm. and as long as you keep enjoying the process of making it we'll like you will, better. yeah, it should get yeah, better, you know, sure, sure. the That's... day both of you look at this podcast and be like, oh, I have to edit, mm-hmm. you know, that's when you, you know, mm-hmm. the quality drops, you know. Sure, you, sure. Some things, uh, as you said, you know, that guy saying that he's grateful that you said that some mm-hmm. things just stick with you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I remember someone telling me something. Um, it was like, it's, it, yeah, it was like, don't, um, don't take criticism. Don't take advice. Sorry. Yeah. Don't take criticism from someone that you wouldn't take advice from. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that's right. No, it's well said. Yeah. Or uh, if um, if you love the wrong one this much, imagine how much you love the right one. <laughs> 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 All right, David. <laughs> it's a whole other. Yeah, I think that's a different topic. It's a different topic ah. for sure. By the way, question. <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought of this, but. The last episode when you guys put the display names over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put, <laughs> what was his? He put his, he put his friend's name, bro. I don't know why. <laughs> Hamish what? Hamish Pinkerton. Shout out my G. My brother. He's a good guy. I just wanted to, to shout him out. I don't know why he did that. Bro. It's funny because it's, it's definitely it you, not me. You know? nah, I, thought I thought it was you jokes. Like you no, guys no, no, yeah. not this part. Yeah, I did. No, 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 I hate that part. Like, yeah, no, that was, was just a little, you know. I thought it was a default name. <laughs> <laughs> like that, uh, that name on. Uh, like it was a default name. <laughs> By the way, I I thought to my like I thought to myself for sure people are gonna think this is a default name. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause it, it sounds like a career, it sounds like a like a pro club's like a center back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but what a G, what a G. It's sur ce. Yeah. And on that note, uh, thank you both for we appreciate uh, for coming in today. Pleasure, pleasure. Honestly, we really appreciated the conversation with you guys. Well, it was great. Hopefully, you'll come back. I'd love to. Yeah, be, I'd, honestly, I'd, yes. I'd, I'd love let's, to be let's on do another a, episode. For sure. What did you say? What? What did you say? No, actually, <laughs> he said uh, I'd love to be on another episode. Ah, you have to. <laughs> I had to, to put yeah. you. But of course, I mean, it's not a. It's not, that's not a huge. Camera around is snoozing. Yeah. It's Donny Paul. Hopefully, hopefully they have they have really cool guests, interesting guests coming in the next few weeks. 
Thank you all for tuning in on this very special episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe and like the video and uh, follow us on the socials and uh, tune in next Wednesday for a next episode. Peace. Je vais